Hello, everybody. This is Bill Knauer, and you're listening to Author to Author, where we talk about writing and life, because what it takes to write the book you want to write is also what it takes to lead the life you want to lead. It's true. Author to Author is brought to you by Author Magazine, premier free writing magazine on the internet, featuring articles on writing and the writing life and videos, interviews with best-selling and award-winning authors across the genres. Uh, For the April issue, actually, I've already put the interviews up, did something different, went with two this month. Uh, I've got a conversation with the wonderful David Laskin, who uh, I talked to him once before. He's a friend of mine. And, um, well, he just published his first novel. He'd written a He's a journalist and had written some nonfiction books, some of them best-selling. And this was his first novel. And this is a bunch of – this he's been writing for a long time. And it was a fascinating conversation about his journey to write that. So that's up there. And also, last week, you know, I, I uh, had my conversation with Martha Beck. And I loved talking to Martha. And I thought, you know what? It's such a good conversation. I had done it on Zoom, so – I put that one up. The whole thing, all 30 minutes, the video of it, it's up there too. If you want to watch it, if you didn't get a chance to listen to it, Martha and I just talked about everything from Dante and Shakespeare to writing to leading your any leading an authentic life. It was great. She's great. It was a great conversation. So go check that out. That's at authormagazine.org. And we're funded by the Pacific Northwest Writers Association. Supporting writers from pen to publication since 1955. You can find these good people at uh, pnwa.org. They've got uh, writers' conferences, writing. Uh, we've got the, I think they're still accepting, they are, they're still accepting submissions for the Nancy Pearl Book Award. This is a published book. This is if you've published a book and you want to have it up for award, well, you can submit it to PNWA. Uh, it's kind of a prestigious award now, the Nancy Pearl Book Award. And uh, yeah, so go ahead. If you've got one of those and you want to be considered, head on over to pnwa.org and throw your hat in the ring. Yes, indeed. So uh, I, I think I've said a couple times I'm going to be teaching a memoir writing class at Right on the River on April 10th. That'll be a lot of fun. It is very reasonable. 15 bucks if you're a member of the Right on the River writing organization. And even if you're not, it's only 30 bucks. It's crazy affordable. So uh, go sign up for that, you know, wherever you are. I know it's filling up, but um, I think they still have room. So we'd love to see it doing it virtually, of course. And there's that. Listen, I'm going to listen. I'm going to be talking about this a lot or every week. So get ready, but every week, but June 1st, everyone has what it takes a writer's guide to the end of self doubt. My second or third book, excuse me, on the writer's journey is going to be coming out. That's right. We're publishing it June 1st, Penguin Put- Putnam Publishers. Um, very excited. Very. It's, it's available for pre-order right now, anywhere you want. Amazon, Walmart, Barnes & Noble, Target, you name it. It's all up there, IndieBound. Love this book. It's all about that terrible question. Do I have what it takes? You do. But how do you know it? Because everyone does. Well, I'll be talking about that some more in the coming months. Yes, I will be. Very excited about that. Oh, so today's guest, well, Tammy Giuliano is a doctor. She's a novelist, but she's also a doctor. She's an anesthesiologist. And uh, doctors are busy people. 
And sometimes doctors get called away uh, unexpectedly. And uh, it appears as though that is what has happened today. I have been unable to reach Ms. Giuliano uh, to talk to you about, talk with her about her debut novel, Fatal Intent. It's pretty good. Pretty good book. I still have hope. Maybe she'll call in. But if we doesn't, she doesn't, that's all fine. That's fine, too. Perhaps I'll get her back on the show uh, at a future date. These things happen. These things happen, people. Um, you know, it's interesting. I'll just mention this, uh, and then perhaps that'll be it. But I was talking to Martha Beck last week. So Martha Beck had written a book called, um, it's called uh, The Way of Integrity. Uh, and it, she focuses on something in a way I thought was really brilliant, which is that, you know, everyone has to lead their authentic life, their fully integrated life. You know, what your life is not going to be the same as my life is not going to be the same as Stephen King's life is the same as Martha Beck's life. Everybody's life is different, but we're all affected by what she called culture which is really any group that you're a part of. It could be your writing organization. It could be your family. It could be America. It could be your city, your town, any group, because we are, you know, social beings. And if you don't take leadership, she pointed out, uh, for your life, your culture will. And that's really true. And I thought about this. A couple things occurred to me. First of all, fearless writing. And fearless writing, uh, if you haven't read it, um, is all about, how to avoid asking the question. I wonder what people think of my stuff. And what people think of your stuff is really you handing over your creative life to the culture. And that culture could be your writing group. It could be New York Times book reviewers. It could be the market, whatever that is. You know, as a creative person, you have to write the story you are meant to tell in the way you're meant to tell it. And you can't look to other people to tell you how to tell it. This is why what it takes to write the book you want to write is what it takes to lead the life you want to lead. And so it's the exact same process. Fearless writing is all about the challenge as a writer not to get sucked into wondering what people think of your stuff. In the same way, when you're in a social gathering, you can't sit around saying, how do I please people? How do I please people? How do I please people? How do I be accepted? Because it's such an important social instinct to be accepted and be liked, be accepted and be liked. And so it was a great overlap. And I also thought about, and this is in, I, I tell this story in my upcoming book, uh, everyone has what it takes, which was originally going to be called No One is Broken. Uh, that was going to be a memoir about my raising a, uh, my son on the who's on the autism spectrum and how I had to in learning to see him as whole. I had to learn to see myself as whole and see everyone that way. And that led me to this book for writers, because the question, do I have what it takes? is like ask if you're a writer and you don't have what it takes, you're broken, aren't you? Yes, you are. So. But my son, Sawyer, he said something interesting when he was three. He sat down at this drum. And he started playing this drum. He loved music. And he was banging away on this drum. And he started singing a song he wrote. I think he was three and a half. It was incredible. We just sent him to um, like a preschool for the first time. So he was having his first real like social experience. And he didn't like it. <laughs> he didn't like it. And he sang the song, you have to get along, but you got to have free. Those are the lyrics. You have to get along, but you got to have free. And I heard those lyrics and I thought, I thought there is the entire human condition. You have to get along, right? We are social beings and you got to get along. Like someone's got to buy your book. If you're, if you're married, you can't just 
you, you've got to work with the person you're married to. There's got to be cooperation. You know, you got to be quiet in the library. Can't answer your phone in the movies. If we ever go to movies again, you got to get along. Like this is a group effort, but you got to have free man. You got to lead your life. Can't lead other people's life. Might as well kill yourself, right? Might as you got to lead your life. Got to have free. And he recognized that challenge right away. You got to have free. And how do you have free? You got to know that you're good enough as you are. I just think there's such a temptation to pull within ourselves, to pull away. I think there's no place for me in the world. Nobody wants to hear what I have to say. Nobody... My stories are so different or so strange. No one will get me. I hear that from writers. So it just got me thinking about it, people. That's all. You see, she and she's writing about it in her. So this is, and by the way, this is something interesting. So Martha wrote a book called The Way of Integrity. And, and it came from her experience as a life coach and as a writer and someone who's been helping people for decades and doing a wonderful job of it. And so she, and she had a background. She's a Harvard trained sociologist so she came at it from a sort of she her background was in academia and so she looked at that socializing aspect of trying to find your integrated life but I came at it from the creative standpoint because that's really been my metaphor of trying to write the story you're meant to write we're really she and I have wrote similar books in fearless writing the way of integrity they're, very, they're really telling but 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 they went through the filter of her of her and it came out the way of integrity. And when that, that realization that you have to be authentic while in a, while in a society what, that you want to be a part of and you want to fit into and you want to be accepted into, I took that awareness and put it through the filter of writing and came up with fearless writing. So you see, it's worth mentioning because, you know, we, we, we as writers sometimes worry that there's no unique stories to be told. Everything's been said. And it's really true in a lot of ways. Like, a lot of what I write about has been said for thousands of years, but it hasn't been said in the way I say it. And every story has been told. But when you tell it, so if you're writing the memoir, and the memoirs are almost always about, say, I'm good enough, right? I can do it. Well, that's a story. I, I thought I wasn't, but I was. I thought I was broken, but I'm not. I thought I was weak, but I was strong. That's a lot of what memoir is. And we, this story gets told over and over again, and we get told over and over again because we can never really stop wanting to hear it. And every time we hear it in a new voice, in a new way, we hear it again. We hear it fresh. And that's why it doesn't matter that what Martha wrote is so similar to what I wrote. They come out differently, and so you can hear it differently, and so you can hear it fresh, and maybe that all that one time you hear it fresh because I you know when I started doing the work I did when I heard a teacher say uh, happiness is a natural state of being and of course I'd heard that before I think but that time that moment when I heard her say that I thought you know what I think she might be right if only because I have been living the exact opposite for most of my life and it hasn't been working for me. So I heard it that time, but you know, that had been around a long time, but I hadn't heard it until then. And that was what I needed. You know, the student is ready to teach right. So that's something that's been on my mind. Something for you to think about. Don't ask yourself 
whether your story is original or not. You are original. You are. You have to be. You have to be, okay? You have to be. You have never happened before. And you'll never happen again. And so if you let the story you want to tell pass through you, through the unique shape of your consciousness and your experiences and your desires and your memories, it will come out uniquely. There will be something about it that has never been seen before, just as you were never seen before until you showed up. Believe it, baby. Everyone has what it takes. Okay. Well, it looks like that was it for today. It's okay. I like just chatting with you all. And uh, maybe I'll get Tammy back on. Um, oh, Jeff, what do you think? RJ, should we uh, wrap it up? I think I look, yeah, I look forward to her showing up. We'll, we'll see if we can't get her back on again. But I wanted to just, can you take another couple of minutes for me and for the audience to just expand on um, the premise theme of your new book? Just kind of answer this, you know, give you the, the last question. And, and I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm taking this off the website. As hard as the craft of writing is, the greatest challenges writers face are often within ourselves. Comparison, self-thought, isolation, and other internal struggles can derail a writer's progress at any stage in the writing life. Stand on that please, book because I need your help. <laughs> well, so, you know, it's, it came about because, you know, you sit down and you sit down to write. And that's the question. Here's, here's the question. Here's the question. How do you know, RJ, how do you know you've got what it takes to do this? Like, cause you gotta know it. Like, so like, if you're going to make bread, you gotta have flour, right? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not going to work. So how do you, and, and, and it's, and how do you know you've got what it takes? Cause the, I, cause the belief that some people have what it takes and some people don't, that's out there, isn't it? That's out there floating around. I hear it, you know, mentioned rather casually when people talk about the arts in particular, where there is a lot of failure or there is a lot of people trying maybe half-heartedly, maybe quite determinedly. And I speak for myself. I spent a long time writing books that weren't sold. So I know all about it. I all know, I know all about uh, rejection. And there is this question as the writer sits down, and I get asked this as a teacher, like, am I really a writer? Do I have what it takes to do this? And, you, and, and, and if you really want to do it, you have to have what it takes. Maybe you call it talent. Maybe you call it creativity. Whatever it is. How do you know? Is it because you sold a book? Is it because you sold a lot of books? Is it because you got a contract? Is it because you won an award? And just because you had it for the last one, how do you know? How do you know? And that was a question that hovered around my heart when I was writing and not selling things. How do I know? Because I kind of got to know I have it. And I came to understand that the only way I knew that I had what it takes is if every single person did. Everybody has what it takes to succeed at what they, what they love doing. That's it. That's the only way I'll ever know. And it, I think it's so important for writers because there is a great temptation to compare, to say this one's better than that one. This one's a bestseller. This one's kind of a, a mid-lister. This one's a genius. This one's a hack. This one is sold X number of copies. This one just as few. Whatever it is. Trying, yes, 
trying to find some baseline that you get you going to attach to. Yeah, that's you exactly. That's been my formula. And I'll tell you one thing: you've helped me so much in I'm realizing my real Achilles heel. You know, feel like I've got talent for what I do, and I'm so grateful for that. But most importantly, I stopped sending something immediately and saying, "Did you like it?" And when I realized right. it didn't matter, it mattered if I did, if I was, if I felt it's what I wanted to say, that mattered most. That took me so long to wrap my head around that, that bill. Yeah. Thank you for that. Well, yeah, that was a huge one for me. That was really the, that was the right, just what you're interested in and don't worry what people think about it. But then there is also then, but the, and then the, the generosity of everyone having what it takes is because there is an ego involved for the writer there is a desire to shine there is a desire to be recognized there's a lot as artists do seek recognition they think they think that's what they're looking for and there is a desire to be sort of singled out from the rest i think and i came to understand that my genius if i had a genius and everyone does it came from seeing that Everyone is inherently equal. Everyone is inherently creative. And then I wasn't writing to prove. Then I wasn't writing to distinguish. Then I was just writing to share. What is it that I uniquely have to offer? You got to give it to everybody. I always say, I've said to my students sometime, if you really want a good practice as a writer, walk down the hall and say to yourself, let's say you're at a writer's conference or wherever, surrounded by writers say, no one's better than me. No one's worse than me. No one's better than me. No one's worse than me. Because thinking you're better than other people is just the same as thinking you're worse than other people. You have to decide mm-hmm. you are just as deserving as the people you admire. You have to believe you belong on the shelf with all the people you love to read. No one's better than you. No one is worse than you. And the, and I, I just, I just is why I'm not into word like genius. I don't like to compare. I don't like to hold. There are people that I, whose work I love that it meant a lot to me, but that's just me, as opposed to this one is better than that one. You need to read such and such a person. No one needs to read anybody. Everyone can read what, what they need to read. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. And for me to finally say to myself, and it's been more in the last year than ever and better late than never, as they say, is to say to myself, I just want to write this. There's no agenda. There's no place I'm thinking even That's sending right. it. Not, I just want to write this. And then allow myself to stand up, look down at my monitor and say, hmm, that came out of my head and I like it. Yeah, yeah. It's really writing for the sake of expression you know, and there's nothing wrong with wanting to get published. There's nothing wrong with wanting to share your work. But, but that is a natural consequence of sharing, of writing the story simply because you want to write it and sharing it just because you want to, just because you want to share it. So that's what that next book is about. The next book is about learning to, you wouldn't think it, but learning to see everybody as inherent, to see a world of people that are inherently equal freeze up your creative mind because the thing is when you sit down to write you you ask questions what's the story about if you're writing fiction say what's the story about what's my heroine do for a living how do i get them out of the Mm -hmm. prison maybe i try to like how do i i want to write about my father how do i there's a lot of questions we ask ourselves how what's the story i want to write and how do i want to tell it but you cannot sit down and ask the question do i have what it takes if that's the question you're trying to answer you won't you will never be able to answer that question ever 
because you you can't answer a question that you can't you should not ask a question that has only one answer. Yes, you mm-hmm. have everyone has asking the question. What do I want to write about today? That's a good question because there is more than there are numerous answers. You have to find the answer. That's a good question to ask. Asking, do I have what it takes? Assumes there's more than one answer, and and you can never answer it. And you don't want to be one of those who doesn't. Got to just give it to everybody. You just got to give no. it to everybody. And congratulations on this book. And everyone listening, tell them and tell them and tell another and tell another, buy this book. You will be a better writer. Trust yeah. me on that. Yes, I agree. I agree. Well, all right. I will be talking about that book. I will be doing a show on its pub date, actually, based – we'll be talking to someone about it on this space. So uh, we will be talking about it some more. Sorry to Tammy. I'm sorry you weren't able to join us, but I hope you will. We had a nice little chat, didn't we, for those of you who stayed on? RJ, thank you for popping on and, and joining me. I appreciate that. You're most welcome. And uh, to the rest of you, you know, as always, I'm going to be back again next week with somebody. I hope they, I hope they show up. Who's it going to be? Uh, Joshua Green. That'll be interesting. Okay. Well, everyone, it didn't work out like we planned, but it still worked out like something. Uh, as always, Go find something you want to do, something you love to do, and do it.